Rabbi Yisai Dav Kovdalet Amad Aleph with a Gishmak. We have a Choshevi Avi Habas today who came with Mesiris Nefesh of Yehuda Halevi had a baby girl and he's here right where he belongs with his Kviyas. Baruch Hashem it's a Chizik for everybody we should all be he should be Zaycha to Esach Nachas and everybody should be Zaycha to only Bracha and Atzlacha Bez Hashem Moyer Dike Kviyas Moyer Dike Kvayit Shemayim Kevaldik Moyer Dike Kavit Zagti Gemara Itmar Shliach Shasoi Be'edin a Shliach that was made with Edom. A person appointed a Shliach with Edom. It's a very, very interesting thing. I'll tell you an interesting story. A guy owes, a guy owes the Gemach money. So he asked me, could he send it with a member of the Dafyei Mishir to pay back his money? Could he send the money back? Well, remember, he didn't want to slap to my house. Could he slap it, send the member to the Dafyei Mishir? So I, I didn't respond to him yet because technically if I say yes, that means I'm telling him that if he gives it to this guy and this guy loses the money, then it's tough, then it's over. I, I'm, being, I'm, I'm making it, Ke'ilu, that this fellow, once he hands it over to our Chasher member of the Devemishir, now it's as if he gave it to me, and now the Gemach could lose the money. So this is the deal over here. When you make a Shliach, do we assume that as soon as you hand it over to the Shliach, it's as if you got it, or not? Yes, if you're watching, you'll be careful to watch it very well. You'll make sure? It wasn't you, no. Shliach Beidim, huh? The guy happens to not be here today. Huh? The guy's not here today. Huh? The Gemach lands to people who don't. Yeah, I don't know. Is there, Aaron, is there another? There's people that don't come to that family. There is such an existence. There is? There is? Okay. Shliach Beidim. A guy made a Shliach with Edim. Is he considered a Shliach in the sense? That once you hand it over to him, it's as if it's done. It's as if you handed it to the Balabais. So that's that's the shal. If I guy make a shliach by Adim, I send the shliach to go pick up something from somebody. And but it was with Adim. Is he is he considered a shliach, meaning when you hand it over to him, you're potter or not? Ravchizda says he's considered a shliach and your potter once you hand it over to him. Rabbi says he's not a shliach. The reason why I made Adam over here, I wanted it to be that it should be, it should be considered in his Rishos. And as soon as he hands it over, he's considered a Shliach. Rabbi says, no, he's not considered a Shliach, meaning if you hand it over to him, there is no responsibility accepted. You have to make sure the money gets to the original owner. This is what the owner meant to say. He's a trustworthy fellow. If you want to be Saimich, he can be Saimich on him. If you want, you can send it with him. I never meant to say that if you give it to the guy, it's as if you gave it to me. You never meant to say that. He just meant to say he's a trustworthy fellow. He's an, he's an option to send it with me. But he was never Mechadel Achrais. That's the Machlaikis. I'm already thinking you say this to Machlaikis. Tanan! Rabbi Yitzchak, comes to your birthday boy. 26, how old? 26? Bezer Hashem, if you're here for Baba Kama with Rabbi Levi Yitzchak, you'll be here, Bezer Hashem, for Baba Mitziah in Yerushalayim, Avinuyah, and over there towards the end of Baba Mitziah, we will have a parak called Parak Hashoyel, very Gishmak parak. but over there we are going to see Hashoyel Es HaParah, a guy borrowed a para and he sent it 
Biad Benoi, Biad Shluchai, Biad Avde, Biad Shluchai, Biad Benoi, Biad Avde, Biad Shluchai, Shoshayel, or in the hands of the Shayel, Umesa, and the Para died. The halacha is Potter, you are Potter, because the guy never received his Para. So you're Potter, you're not Chayev to pay if the Para dies. So again, you send it with a Shliach, and it died on the road. It's not, you're on the way to the Shayla. The halacha is your Potter. What's the case of the shlech? If, the, if you didn't make the shlech with Edom and Ayadin, how do you know the guy's a shlech? You have to have Edom to prove that he's a shlech. Obviously, Obviously, you made the shlech with Edom. You see your potter. said, once you make a shlech with Edom, he's considered a real shlech. So over here, if he made a shlech with Edom, as soon as you lend him the para and you hand it over to the shliach, it should immediately be considered as if it's by the shoyal. Why, you potter? It should be considered as if it's by the shoyal. For anything more, you hand it over to the shliach, it should be considered as if it's by the shoyal. So, I know. Rav Chizda says, we're talking about a shliach, which is like your henchman, the guy that is always with you. So, really, there's no Adam there. Really, you didn't appoint him with Adam. But there was it was one of your guys, so Mel, that's why the person sent it to him. But really, if you appoint it with a shliach, ain't a chrami, we're talking about you didn't appoint him with, 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 with Edim. But if you appointed with Edim, avade, he is considered a shliach. So this is the Shailor of Chizda holds, if you appoint somebody with Edim, he's considered a shliach, we pass like a Chizda, and Rabbah holds he's not. Tanan, the Mishnah says, this is a Mishnah regarding returning, our Mishnah regarding returning exalas, our Mishnah. You're not allowed to return it to his ben or his shliach. What's the case of the shliach? How do you know it's a shliach if you didn't make it with Edom? Obviously you made it with Edom. So why can't you return it to the guy's shliach if he made it with Edom? According to Rav Chizda, that's a good enough thing. You make it a shliach with Edom. It's as if he handed it over to you. Once you have Edom, it's as if he handed it over to you. So that should be good enough. We're talking about same tarots, that it's not really with Edim, but you know, he is your <coughs> worker, he's your guy that hangs around with you, and Emil, that's why he returned it to this fellow. Let's say you're appointed with Edim. That would be a good enough shliach. Why does the Mishnah say that you give it to the Shliach Bezdin? Live like Rav Mishnah says. You can't give it to a regular Shliach. You can give it to a Shliach Bezdin. Phantom, why do you have to jump to Bezdin? Live like Why don't you stick to the same case? Shliach, Shasai Beidim. Lachaya, Hachanami Davi Shliach. Lachaya, why do you have to jump to a case that the only time you can return it if, if, it's, if it's a Shliach Bezdin? Lachaya, if it's a Shliach, Shasai Beidim. That should be good enough. You're telling me, Ashliach, Shasai Beidim. The Allah is you to come, come, come quickly. I know, but we're in the middle of learning. He's in the middle of learning. You didn't see his wife's sponsorship. No, no, no. He's in the middle of learning. He's not interested. He wants to, he wants to learn. We'll have to fight afterwards. My Shmiel, see, we're learning now. We're learning now. Not time for cake. My Shmiel, sit down. We're about to mention here. Zaiti Yemaya, Hachanami, to have a Shliach. You want to say that a Shliach is Asai Beidim. Should be a shliach. Why do we say that the case is a shliach bezdin? Look, here we should have a case of a shliach. Shasai beidim. Afraid to go on. 
Amri Leipzig. The reason why the Mishnah picked the case of a Shliach Bezdin is because it's not clear cut. And the Gemara explains. Shliach Bezdin, Loishna Soy Nigzal, Veloishna Soy Gazlin, Havi Shliach. If he's appointed by Bezdin, it doesn't make a difference if it was the Nigzal Shliach, meaning he was the one that did it in Bezdin, or was the Gazlin Shliach. There, it's always considered a good Shliach because he was appointed in Bezdin. Psikolai. That's a clear-cut shliach. If you have a shliach bezdin, it always works, no matter who the appointee, the appointer was. But shliach shasoi beedim. But if the edim appointed the shliach, the chiasoi nixal hudavish shliach. Asoi gazlin loyavish shliach loipsikolei. It's only if the nixal appointed the shliach. If the gazlin, he's the gazlin, he has to return it. That shliach is not considered a good enough shliach. So now that's why the mission doesn't pick the case. The only time, and so again, we're trying to find the case that you can return it to a shliach. Zagta Gemara, if you appointed a shliach with Adim, technically it should work. But that's only if the Nigzal appointed the shliach with Adim. But if the Gazlin appointed the shliach with Adim, that would not be good enough. You're not, you're not, you're not the one that could appoint the shliach. So Mela, therefore the halacha is, the, that's why the Mishnah picks a case of a shliach bezdin, because only in a case of a shliach bezdin could you always return to the shliach. Ula fukamiratana, it's not like this tana, the tanya, Reb Shimon Elazar Aimer, shliach bezdin, shasoi nigzal, feloya soi gazlin. If a shliach bezdin was made by the nigzal, not by the gazlin, or oya soi gazlin, vishalach halav and atalas shloimi other potter, if the person sends and takes from the shliach's hands your potter, meaning Reb Shimon Elazar holds, even a shliach bezdin has to be appointed by the nigzal, not by the gazlin. That's a shimon lazashita. But our gemara say no. Our mishnah is coming to be mechadish that if you have a shliach bezdin, whether the shliach bezdin was appointed by the nigzal or he was appointed by the gazlin, he is considered a shliach. So let's get clear to halacha before we hey, go eat the birthday cake. You do you have you, you want to repeat it? You want to say it over the island? Stop in the beginning of the sugya. Yeah, go. We have nachlaikis. The Machlaikis of Chizda and Rav Huna, uh, Rav, I'm sorry, Machlaikis Rabbi and Chizda, if you appoint a Shliach with Edim, who is responsible? Let's, let's give an example. Let's say someone wants to deliver a birthday cake to Rabbi Yitzchak, and he appoints Yehuda to be, a, to be, to be a Shliach, to be the birthday cake. And on the way, Yehuda uh, ate the cake. On the way, he ate the cake. Huh? Or was it she? On the way, he ate the cake. Is there a responsibility? Say, if you made a shliach with Adim, that's why you who brought the cake in the middle of the year. That's for sure. Because Bamish Negatar second. If you brought the made the shliach with Adim, then he's considered like a shliach if you made him with Adim. But Rebefi, if you did not make the shliach with Adim, then it's not Muchach that the shliach is considered a proper shliach. But if he's made in Bezdin, Zaktigamar, no matter if it was the Goslin or the Nigzal, he is considered a proper Shliach. Kuf, Dalid, Amud, Aleph, the Badim. Today's Shir is generously sponsored, Menachem Zalman, by Moshe Shmuel Newhouse. Oh, in honor of my son Shimon's Bar Mitzvah. Hope to see you in person tonight. That was my mistake. It's supposed to be for the Chaydish. This is next Chaydish. And the Parnas HaChaydish. You know, that is my Shmuel. Maybe invite him. Maybe tell him that we mentioned his name. 
he, he's here, he's here. He's downstairs learning every morning. He's there at 6 o'clock. I'm I'm also here. For both Kindlach should go easy and smooth. We should all be Zaycha to the Simcha of Adar in Yerushalayim of Inuya. Aisher with an Aleph and Aisher with an Ayin to Rabbi Shmuel and to his Mishpacha to be a Simcha, Bezer Hashem, and to our anonymous partners, Achaydesh, and to his Mishpacha, Lairech Yamim Taivim, Amen. Amen. I see you have a Kayach Abrachas I've been seeing. I told you yesterday, live, tomorrow live. Let's go with a Gishmak, Zakdeili Gigimare, Badim of Kuvdal, Rabbi Yechon Abelazar. We had a discussion if a person makes a shliach with Edim, is it considered a shliach? Rabbi Yechon and Belazer both say it's considered a shliach. I, we had the Mishnah that says you shouldn't give to the shliach. The Mishnah says you, should not, you can't fulfill returning the gzela by giving it to the shliach. We're talking about that the case of the Mishnah is you are mamtsi loy shliach. What does it mean, mamtsi loy shliach? It's not a standard shliach. What does it mean? What is the case of the Mishnah that we say not to hand over the gzela teidim? Because the story was like this. The Amalai, you said like this. Isli zuzi gabe planya. I have money by Yanam. He's not sending the money. Ischazilai, go appear in front of him. Dilma inish, hudlaimashkech lishdurlai. Maybe he doesn't have anybody to send with. So Mela, it's not a real, you didn't really make a shliach you like, but you told the guy, listen, go figure out, see if the person has something to send to me. So in that case, even if it's made with Edim, that doesn't have the regular standard halacha of shliach, and therefore that would not be tali in this din. If shliach shasai beidim have a shliach, that's one tarot, so you could have a shliach, that's the first bell, you could have a shliach which you did not say specifically be my shliach, and therefore... He is not considered a shliach regarding this halacha. It's one way to have it. Or like we said previously on the Ahmad, that you did not make it with Edim, and therefore it is not a shliach. But kids are they hold that shliach shasai be'edim is a shliach. If a guy sends, someone has a pikadamayu, and he wants his money back, so he sends you like a simon. He sends you like a letter with a seal and he says, he, with, with somebody else, and he says, send it back to me. It's, like, it's called a diukni. It's like a certain me- method of demonstrating with a simon that he's your shliach and he wants you to send money by him. So the Allah is you do not send with this individual. It is not a good enough uh, You do not send back mois with a diukni, even if Adam are signed on it. That is not a good enough shliach uh, method to be able to say that you should send it with him and that it's considered as if you sent it back with the Mishal, with the Balabayas Shliach. Rabbi Yechanan says, no, if Edom are signed, you could send. If it's just a simon, you don't send. But if there's Edom that are signed on it, that's good enough and you could send. So we have Machlaikis, if you could send with this Dukni, if you could send back money. Now, according to Shmuel, Amir Shmuel, Maitakanta. So, what's the aid? So, according to Shmuel, how do you ever send money to anybody? If you're telling me that if a guy has aid and sign and it's not good enough and you don't send it back, so how do you ever send money? So, the Gemara says the aid, so how a person should send money. 
again, we're talking about the guy has money for you, and you want him to send the money back, and obviously the, you want that the person that's, take, that's carrying the money, the, the, the person should accept the achrayis. It should be considered as if he's accepting the achrayis. How do you have a case that a person accepts the achrayis? He explains like this. Rav Abba had money by Rabbi Yisab Rechama. Rabbi Yisab Rechama was Rava's father. We had him before. He was Rava's father. When you're coming back, bring the money back. So he wanted him to go to Rabbi Yisab Rechama, get the money, and bring it back to Rav Abba. When he went to Rabbi Yisab Rechama's house, who was Rabbi Yisab Rechama's son, he said, Mi kasav l'cha. His kabalti? Did he write clearly in the contract that when you hand the money over to the shliach, it's as if I got the money again? Rav Abba, I'm sorry, Reis Abba was not interested in accepting responsibility for the delivery of the money. So Mela Rav asked him, did he write his kabalti in the contract that Mela, he, that Mela the Rav Abba is being mekabal achrayis from on the, once you hand the money over, it's as if you handed it to Rav Abba. Did he write the words his kabalti? He didn't write it. Go back. I'm not giving you any money unless he writes his kabalti that he's accepting responsibility once I hand it over. And then I'll give it to you. Then Rav told him, you know what? Even if he writes his kabalti, it's not good enough. Why? He's accepting a chayis. Dilma Adaosis Shachiv Ravab. Ravab was an old man. And maybe on the way back, Ravab is going to be Nifter. Vinaflu Zuzi Kamayasmi. And now the money fell in front of the Yusayman. Vihis Kabalti, the Ravab, Allah Klumu. Just because Ravab wrote his Kabalti doesn't mean his children are masking to the His Kabalti. So Mela, if Ravab dies before the money gets back to Ravab's house, we're going to be toast. Then Ravyesa Bachama is going to be responsible for it. So Mela, his Kabalti won't work either. So what's the Aitzah? So what's the Eitzah Hado? Send the money with Ishliach. The only way that it would work is if he's makne the money, meaning if Rav Abba is makne the money to Reb Safra. Now the Shliach is like the Bailim on the money. And now you're like the Bailim on the money. And a male, it's like a harshal, like a power of attorney kind of thing. So once you're being makkah, the money to Epsafra, so now it's Epsafra's money, so to speak. So now once you hand it over, it's already by the individual that owns the money. And that's good enough. Ki papa, that is the second bell. Today is, what's today's date? I lost track. Dalid? Dalid, Adar, Aleph, today, the schos of today, Moshe, you need your card. The schos of today is Limur HaTayra. You should make sure to give it to him. Bez Hashem, we'll keep it in the pool. We'll keep it next, right next to the pool. And Bez Chos of today's Limanat goes to Rabbi Yishmiel in honor of his son Shimon's Bar Mitzvah, who hope to see you in person tonight. Where's the Bar Mitzvah been seen, you know? Ridge Terrace? Ridge Terrace tonight. And our Parnas HaChidesh is Liz Chos. Refuah Shleim Mishmul Ben Chasha. He should have a Yeshua B'Karev. And a Mesiftamon should go easy and smooth, and we should all be zeicheh to the simcha of Adar in Yerushalayim Habinuya. That is, amen, that is the schos of today's Limarat Who is that? Anonymous Parnas Al-Khadish. Oh, who is Moshe Shmuel? Go downstairs, you'll find him. Well, if, whatever, we, whatever, we already discussed. If a guy, are we already discussed? If a guy starts a new Chavrusa Shaft, it doesn't work. 
If somebody pays a chavrusa, that works. That I have made it to. If someone pays a chavrusa, that works. Bechavigadol, that works. Zag de Gemara, Kiha, de Rabbapa, have a masik tracer, Alfe Zuzi, Bey Chuzoi, Rabbapa was, had a thousand zuz by Chuzoi, Akninan Alela, Shmuel, Rabba, Agavasifa, the base, he was Makinet of Shmuel, Rabba, Agav, he made a Kenyan Agav, Agavasifa, the base, so that's the, the, uh, the mifton, the entrance of the bias, the doorstep, the stoop of the bias. So he, he did this shtickle, he was makna to him. When he brought the money, he was so excited that he went and he met him at Tavach. So because the Gemara says that the way to send money with somebody else is with a harsha, is with a hakna of the money, then the individual that is bringing the money is considered a, uh, he's a bailim, and therefore when you hand it over to him, he is the owner, the original owner, is being Mechabal Achrais. Not so nice a Karen. The next part of the Mishnah was, if you gave the guy the Karen, and you did not give him the Chaymish, so the Allah is, so you don't have to chase him down to Madai, that we said for the Chaymish, you don't have to chase him down to Madai, but if you make a Shvua, there are Halachis of Kfiras Mamin regarding Shvua. Since the Mishnah says you don't have to chase him down to Madai, so he's, well, my friends says, Alma Chaymish Mamainu. You see that Chaymish is considered Mamin. Why Rashi says the Raya that Chaymish is considered Mamin is because the Mishnah has to say that you don't have to chase him down to Madai. Obviously, it's really Mamin. And, and the Chaymish, you grab the, it's considered, considered Mamin, and you don't have to chase him down to Madai. But if it's considered Mamin, if he dies, the Yarshim have to pay. It's considered Mamin and the Yarshim would have to pay if the fellow dies. It's considered as if you are you, you owe the guy money, even though it's a chaimish, it should be like a shtikl kapara. It's considered like Mamin, and therefore the Yarshim should have to pay it. It's as if the father has a chaif. The Mishnah also says if you gave the Karen and you made a shvu on the Chaimish, you have to add a Chaimish for the Chaimish that you were Kaifer. You see, a Chaimish is considered a moment. Person steals from his family, and he made a shvu and he died. The Yarshim have to pay the Karen Chaimish, but they're potter from Asham. So Mela, you see clearly that it's considered like Mammon. Are the Yarshim Mchoyev to pay the Chaimish of the Father of Amidu? The Bryce says, so, well, so far we're saying that a Yarshim are Mchoyev to pay if the Father owes a Chaimish, the Yarshim are Mchoyev to come in and pay for it. I would still say, there's a halacha that a son does not have to pay Chaimish for his father's gezel. When do the Gemara of the Bryce is going to fear us? What's the case? When do we say you don't have to pay a Chaimish al gezel aviv? Bizman If him or his father were not, did not make a shvur, so then the son is not responsible to pay the Chaimish. Hu Let's say he made the shvur on the money and his father didn't, or his father didn't, he didn't, or they both did. Hu aviv. How do you know that there is also a petur of chaymish that the son does not have to pay the chaymish on the father's gzela? We're learning out of a pasuk. We'll see in a second that the son does not have to pay a chaymish on the father's gzela. 
It has to be the person stole and was Aishik. Aishik is another term for stealing, for keeping somebody else's money. So the Torah says clearly that a son does not have to pay Chaimish on the father's gzeil. It's a clear price. No matter what the case was, no matter who made the shvur, the son is not mechoyiv to pay Chaimish. You just said a moment ago that the son, Chaimish is considered mammon, and the Yarshim are mechoyiv to pay the Chaimish of the father. How do you reconcile that? Is the son mechoyiv or not? One's a case where he was Maida. And one's a case where he wasn't Maida. The doesn't explain. But if he was Maida, then there's a Chi of Chaimish. If he wasn't Maida, then there's no Chi of Chaimish. If the guy was never Maida, so then there's no Chi of Karen either. There's no Haida, there's no Chi of Karen. No one knows that anybody stole anything. So it's not it's not Nagya Karen either. So why are you saying he's only part of Chaimish? He's part of Karen too, because no one's being Maida. If you want to say that in a Chanami you don't pay Karen either, it sounds like only Chaimish were pattering the son from. But Avada Karen, you would pay. So Lachaya again, Lachaya we have a steer. Obviously, we're talking about your Maida because you're paying the Karen. If you're Maida, so Lachaya should pay the Chaimish too, like we said before, that a son has to pay the Chaimish. Kasha number one. Another Brisa says, When do you pay Karen for the father's gzelah? If he made a shvua and his father made a shvua. If his father made a shvua but the Yerush did not. Or or the Yerush made the shvua, the father did not. Or how do you know if nobody made, not him and not the father, how do you know there is still a chiv Karen? The Pasuk says, The Pasuk, by a kfira of money, and a mela, any, any way that a person has somebody else's money, the halacha is, the father and the son is mechoyev to pay karen. The Bryce says there's a key of, key of karen. So the Bryce before said, Chaymish, the son does not have to pay, which the Gemara is going to analyze in a second. And the Bryce over here says, Karen, there is a chiyav to pay. And again, at the end of the Bryce, it says, Yesh Talmud, which the Bryce seems, seems to say Yesh Talmud means we have a drasha, we have a limud, that a son is mechoyev to pay Karen. And again, we're going to furious with the Kash in a second. The Yasir Rav Huna, Rav Huna was sitting and saying over this memra, the Karmala Shmaita, Amalei Rabba Bray, Rabba asked him, what is the word Yesh Talmud? The Bryce ends off Yesh Talmud. Does it mean Yesh Talmud, Karmar does it mean that, that there's a Talmud, there's a Lima, there's a Drasha? We have a Gishmak, a Drasha, that the son is Mechoyev to pay the Karen. Or Yish Talmu, Karmamar. Or maybe it just means that you're Mechoyev to pay. It's not really a Drasha. It's not Yish Talmud. It's Yish Talmu, meaning you're Mechoyev to pay. It's just a Remez in the Pasuk. There's no real Drasha that you're Mechoyev to pay. Because is it a Drasha that you're Mechoyev to pay the Karen? Or is it only a Remez and the Brisa means Yish Talmu? Take away the Dalit. And read it, Yish Talmu, that you're Mechoyev to pay. Is it a Drasha or is it a Svar? This was the Rabbi asked his father of Huna. Yish Talmud Kamina, Amri. The way you read the Brisa is Yish Talmud, is Taka Drasha. So, Kitsi, you see clearly that the Karen, the son, has to pay. The Chaimish, the son, does not have to pay, which obviously means there was a Haida, because if there's no Haida, the son is not Mechoyev to pay the Karen either. So, if you see there's a Chiv Karen, and there's no Chiv Chaimish, we have a stira because we said in the Bible before, the, the son has to pay the Chaimish. Chaimish is considered Mamin, and the son has to pay the Chaimish, the Yosh. And these Brises 
It seems to say clearly that the son is not mechuyiv to pay the chaimish. The Gemara out of a pasuk. The son is not mechuyiv to pay the chaimish. Zot the Gemara no. Elamai loyhoida loyhoida aviv vehoida benai. The story was when we say loyhoida, we don't mean that nobody was maida. We mean that the father was not maida, but the son was maida. So Mela, since the son was maida on the gzela, so therefore he's mechuyiv karen, but he's not mechuyiv chaimish. So Mela, when the Brisa says a son is mechuyiv chaimish, is talking about a case of haida that the father was maida. If the father's maida, so the father's mechuyiv and chaimish. When the father dies, the son has to pay the chaimish. And Hashalom Ha'isol, there's a chiyiv chaimish because chaimish is considered mamin, and the son is mechuyiv. If the father is not maida, but the son is maida, there is no chiyiv chaimish, which the Gemara is going to explain in a minute. Pasha says a drasha, but the Gemara is going to explain in a minute. But there is a chiyiv karen. So when you see that the son is mechoyev to pay karen, is talking about when the son was maideh, he's not chayev chaymish, but the father was not maideh, and therefore the son is only mechoyev karen. So, so far the Gemara is making a cheshman that it is possible for the son to be chayev chaymish if the father was maideh. That's the Gemara's cheshman. Fatima, why isn't the son chayev chaymish? If the son is maideh, and he made the shvur, he was maideh, v'nei chayev b'nei chaymish, a shvur didei, if the son made a shvur, the guy was was tevea, the son, that you have money from your father, stolen money, and he made a shvur, and then he was maida. We're saying he's only chayev the karen, he's not chayev the chaymish. Why is he mechayev to make a, why is he mechayev the chayev chaymish for the same thing? So he should be, uh, he should be chayev to pay a chaymish also. Amri b'she'en gzela kayamas. We're talking about that the gzela is not around anymore. It's just money. And Bezer Hashem, Reb Yitzchak, and Reb Levi Yitzchak, if you'll be here for the ninth parak, Bezer Hashem, you'll be here for the tenth parak. Agayzulamacha will almost be here in Yerushalayim. Hallelujah! And over there, we are going to see that if a person steals and he dies, well, there's a, this special halacha is when the children have to pay back the gzela and when they don't. If the gzela is not around, meikar adin, the children are not mechuyev to pay back the gzela. We'll see that later. So Melawat, the Gemara says, Bishain, Gzela Kayam. So talk about the Gzela is not around, that the father stole the money, but the Gzela is not around anymore. Now the question is, are the children Mukhoyev to pay back the Gzela? The Allah is not Mukhoyev. So therefore the Chaimish, the son is not Mukhoyev because the Gzela is not around. Fadim of the Gzela is not around, it's not Mukhoyev the Karen either. If a son, if a father dies with a Gzela, and the gzela is not around. The gzela disappeared. The son ate it, whatever the story was. There's no gzela here. And yeah, now you have to pay money instead of the gzela. The halacha is the son does not have to pay. So for that, you're telling me, you're trying to find a case. Again, let's guess Cheshmer, we're holding. We're trying to find a case that a son pays a karen and he doesn't pay a chaymish. Normally the son should have to pay the karen for chaymish. If the father made a shvua and he was maida, the son has to pay karen for chaymish. But we have a case over here that says he pays karen, he doesn't pay chaymish. What's the case? The Gemara only found one case, that the son was maida, the father wasn't maida, the son was maida, and immediately has to pay karen, not pay chaymish. Why do you have to pay chaymish? So I think the reason not to pay chaymish is because the karen's gone, the gzela is gone. And therefore, you're not going to pay. Shouldn't have to pay Karen either. If there's no Xela around, there's no Chi of Karen. A, fa- a son is not Mechayiv to pay back his father's Xela if the item's not around. So, you have the, the father left over Karka. The Allah is, we're going to see later in the Mishnah, that if the father leaves over Karka, then they're Mechayiv to return it, else covet of their father. 
and Amela, that's why the Karen, they are Mechoyev to pay. We're going to see in a minute why they have to, why they don't pay Chaymish, but this is, they don't, you Mechoyev to pay Karen, because there's a, there's a Chrayis Nechas in this Karka, if the father has Karka, the son's Mechoyev to pay the Gzela of the father. What's the mile of having a chayis nechasim? Milve al pehu. It should be considered like a milve al peh. There's no star. There's no, there's no uh, uh, star on this loan. The Allah is a milve al peh. You do not collect from Yarshim. The, Allah, the only time you collect, Rashi is not curious this line, but we'll read it in the Gemara. But the Chaya, if there's a Chrais Nechasim, even if there is a Chrais Nechasim, if it's a Milval Peh, you never collect from the Yarshim of the Lakuchis. The story was it was Ahmed Bedin, and Amela, once it's Ahmed Bedin, there is a Chiyav for the son to pay the father's debt, the money that the father owes. Once it was Ahmed Bedin, then, the, and then he was kaifer and he was nishba on the money. Then there's a chiyav to pay. So why do you have to pay the chaymish? Eikasham b'din afilo chaymish nam misham lachayish shvi mechayiv to pay the chaymish. What's the difference between the karen and the chaymish? So the Gemara says a yisait. Amir avuna brei dev Yeshua lefi she'ein mishalmen chaymish al kfiras shibud karkais. Since the chiyav of chaymish is because of the shvua, and the only reason why the son is mechayiv to pay. Is because the father left over karka, right? Where Betsam, the son, is not mechayiv to pay the debt of the father. The only reason why it's mechayiv to pay the debt of the father is because this shibud karkois, this karka here. So the halacha that you do not make a shvua on karka. A shvua on karka is not considered a shvua. That's the halacha misach shvuas. So meila the chaymish, which comes because of the shvua, you can't have a shvua on karka. So therefore, since the only reason why the son is paying is because of the karka, there's no chi of chaymish, but a chi of karen there is, because the maise has exhala from the father. So let's recap where we're holding. If someone's going to ask you on a test, what's, we have to get the new test, we don't have it yet. But if someone's going to ask you on a test, what's the halacha regarding if a father is kaifer on money and he's nishba, so he's chayv a karen and a chaymish, is the son mechayv to pay the karen and the chaymish? The answer is yes. The son is mechoyev to pay the chaymish of the father. If the father was not maideh, and the son is the one that was maideh, so then the halach is, since we're only dealing with karka, because usually a son does not have to pay back the gzela of his father, it's only because there's karka here. When there's karka here, so there's not going to be a chiyav chaymish, because chaymish is only because of the shvua, and there's no halach of shvua on karka. But karen, the son, would still be mechoyev, to pay a little bit of an interesting case, but this is how the Gemara explains the halacha, how we have a son that's potter from paying chaymish and chayv to pay karen, because he's paying because of the karka that he has. That's one shot to explain how you can have a son that pays karen and does not pay chaymish. This is the first shot of the Gemara. Again, usually he does pay both, but in this case, where the father was not made, he doesn't. That's the first terrace of the Gemara. Rav Amar, different terrace. The story was, really the gzela was kind. The father stole an item, but the story was, the father did not have the item in the house. The item was somewhere else. It was, it was, it was because of somebody else. So the son had no idea that the father had money. So when he made a shvua and he was kaifer, he was saying the truth. He thought the father did not have any money because the money was by somebody else. 
So Mela the Karen, he's mechoyev to pay because he has money from the father. The Xalus Kai. When the Xalus here, you mechoyev to pay. If the father steals an item and the Xalus here, the son has to give it back. Alts covered of the father. But when the so therefore the Karen you have to pay because it's Xala. But the Chaimish you don't have to pay because you didn't lie in the Shvur. There's a Mari the Kadin in Shvur. If you're here, Bezra Hashem from Meseches, Babakama, you'll be here with your Blavi Yitzchak from Meseches, Shvuis. And over there we are going to see that if a person makes a Shvua thinking that his Shvua is true and really his Shvua is not true, in this case, the son made a Shvua, he was, he was a fine young fellow, he had no idea that the father had money by somebody else. Memela there, there is no Chiyiv Shvua, let's see it inside. So Mela, Karen, Mishalem, you have to pay Karen to Isay, to Karen Syria, the son's Mechayiv to pay Karen. When the son made the shvua, he made a shvuas ms. His shvua was true. The law have other. He had no way of knowing. So Allah is a son mechuyev to pay chaymish. Generally, yes. The only time a son is not mechuyev is if the father was not maida, and now the son is maida. So saying, we're talking about a case. The Gemara has an interesting case in the second third. Interesting case that the son had no way of knowing that the father had this gzela because the gzela was in somebody else's house. So now the Karen is mechayev to pay because the gzela is kayim. The Allah is whenever the gzela is kayim, you're mechayev to pay. Karen, chaymish, you're not mechayev to pay because the shvua in his mind was MS, even though bad and the shvua is a sheker, but in his mind, the shvua is MS, and Amela, the Allah is, you are uh, um, not mechayev to pay chaymish.